Hello, hello, hello. So the first thing you should do is go to facebook.com slash gunshowpodcast and click the like button. Unless it's already clicked. Because then, then if they click it, then it, it would unlock yeah. it. So don't do that. Okay. Just then click the share button. Right. Then click the share button after you click the like button. If you didn't already click it. You're getting too complicated. Oh, click the like button. If you haven't clicked it, don't un- unlike us, but then share us. This, this is a lot. This, can, can our listeners handle this? You can't insult the listener. <laughs> you can't do that. Well, I can't handle I it. I edit the listener out could. all of your insults to the <laughs> listeners. Maybe I'll just leave this one in. Huh. <laughs> all right, so I think the first Wait, thing Wait, was have... that Scott alienating the fan base? <laughs> That's Again? what I do. Weird. Shocking. All right. So the first thing you should do... I was leaving it. Oh, Wait, I never understood. I don't know when he's going to cut it or when he's so, going to leave it. So uh, <laughs> the army is looking it. at having a new a new round here. Yeah, that's the breaking news. Everybody already knows about the XM-17, which is the Army's request uh, for people to develop and uh, submit a new modular handgun system uh, for the big Army. And uh, oh, there, there was a, there's been a lot of speculation that it's going to go the way of the M4 you know, upgrade went, which is they're going to get all this cool stuff from all the cool vendors and adopt none of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or... Uh, or they, they, you know, people are excited they're going to choose a new weapon over the old Beretta M9. Uh, but you know, eh, a lot of companies got burned the last time they did this with the joint, joint service pistol, joint so JSP, yes. J- yeah, the JSP. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if anybody remembers five, six years ago, everybody came out with a forty-five ACP threaded barrel, flat dark earth colored forty-five. That's because they all designed one for mm-hmm. the army for the JSP. So they had to do something with it, so they came out with a commercially. Beretta, FN, HK, uh, uh, SIG, a number of companies, uh, Taurus. Um, oh, yeah. But this time, there was an industry day today uh, about this XM-17, and the Army came out and said that uh, they're going to open up the uh, submittals to non-FMJ ammo. So basically expanding hollow point fragmenting type ammo uh, is going to be allowed because uh, part of the XM17 XM program was uh, you could submit your ammo and we're going to test it against the current 9mm ball and test its lethality against it and, and decide if we want to go with a new caliber as well as a new firearm. So uh, that opens things up. That's a, that's a game changer. Uh, prior to now, because of the Hague Accords, uh, the United States and no one else has had expanding hollow point ammunition um, outside of law enforcement capability, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I know my cop's armory in the Air Force and probably Ethan's armory, mm-hmm. there's hollow points there, but that's for when they do cop stuff and they have to take their hollow points out of their M9s and put in their ball ammo to go to Army stuff or Air Force stuff in this case. So the MMPs would have hollow points? Is that what you're saying? The, M- the MPs. MPs, yeah, yes. MPs carry hollow yeah, not points. Not MMPs, yeah, yeah. the MPs. MPs would have hollow points. If you were doing a law enforcement mission, like going to the border, say, some support of the border, something like that. You'd have to switch to the ball. No, no, then you would have hollow points. You would have ball if you were out patrolling the base proper. You only shoot citizens with hollow points. Right, yeah. You oh. can't shoot enemy combatants yeah. with hollow points. Yeah, just your own citizens or your for, you know, your own members. Yeah. No, no undue duress. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I guess it is the Army's opinion, and it makes sense uh, because we didn't sign the Hague Accord. I was going to say, we're not actually a yeah. signatory of, this, yeah. of the Hague we've, Accord. We've been following it for the past hundred years, but... We were not a signatory to that. So technically, we can have expanding, fragmenting ammo. We did sign the part of the Hague Accords that was later that said uh, we wouldn't use ammo that caused undue suffering. And that's generally believed to be, uh, you know, like um, fragmentation other than metal, plastic, or or glass because they couldn't find it with x-rays back in the day, you know, before modern technology. Or it's like a poison-tipped bullet. Yeah, poison, like chemical yeah. weapon. Well, that's poison, that, stuff that like, like that. Yeah. goes down the, 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 the rabbit hole, the chemical weapons. Yeah, and there's, there's that. a lot of those things so. that we agree not to do. Uh, so, yeah, this changes things, I think. Before I said, 
you know, everybody looked at this and went, oh, look, the Army put in another request. People are going to design a gun. They're going to turn it in. They're not going to pick anything. They're just going to you know, tweak some things here, tweak some things there, and move on with what they've got. Because like the M4, there's not much insanely better than an M9. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. There's better weapon systems than the M9. There's cheaper weapon systems. There's weapon systems that are more modular. But to, for the Army, the big Army, to switch over to that, what expense are we talking It'd about? It'd be something sustained. Yeah, and th- that's why they didn't do it with the M4. Now, with the M9 system, uh, if you put in the hollow point thing, though. Now, now here, ooh, I just thought of something. Now you say you can have hollow points. So let's pretend that uh, there's nothing that we're missing and that the best ammo out there is currently what you know most large police departments use. Uh, now 9mm becomes the best option again. Because before, dude, I was the first thing I was like, "Dude, think yeah. of the price of hollow point ammunition." Oh, will it go down? I think. It, well, initially, it no. depends what they. It depends what they. But ball surplus will hit the yeah, market. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. Go. Eventually, a ball surplus is gonna gonna work its way out of the system. Now, the, now sticking with the M9 for now. Uh, but now you have an RFI for a gun, right? Before we were like, well, 45 is technically a little better than nine if you're stuck with using ball ammo, right? right? So you figure 45 is the way to go for this new army pistol. Now we got hollow point. We're back to nine, right? Mm-hmm. And now we're back mm-hmm. to: is there anything significantly better if you load a if you load an M9 up with the the best hollow points money could buy? HST, uh, you know, Gold Dot, uh, you know, uh, Ranger Tees, mm-hmm. uh, those sorts of things. If you load up an M9 with that ammo, and now you assess its lethality, right? Uh, there's really nothing that significantly nope. better, right? Outside nope. of a you know, plasma rifle in the 40 watt range, right? Uh, a rifle round. I don't know. Uh, so this means that uh, it seems like the Army would end up just adopting some hollow points for its M9s. Am I missing something? I mean, how important is the modularity of the Army? How how important is upgrading, you know, the pistol to striker fired or, or having the suppressor capability or all the other things they wrote into the RFI? Well, all of a sudden you're going to have to do, you're going to have to retest that gun with, the hollow points, right? To make sure that it functions yeah, and you don't yeah. have any jams or issues. Yeah, they and can And then do what that. happens if it does? Say they adopt oh. a hollow point yeah. and now it jams. It doesn't pass the test. Right. Whatever. What is it? Like something like 200,000 or something without they'll a probably, jam or a failure They'll probably configure that. Well, there's all sorts of new technologies in new ammunition that we haven't really explored yet. The Hornady Critical Duty line. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got a fairly closed in. It's got the polymer mm-hmm. stuff in there mm-hmm. to keep it from clogging up and probably helps it feed a little better. You know, maybe there's some magic cappy bullet thing that helps with expansion but gives you the same profile as a as a ball round that the army can adopt. I mean look at the SOST SO yeah, SOST Sauce round. T. Yeah. yeah. The Sauce T round is an amazing piece of technology. Now there were equivalents in the civilian world, but mm-hmm. they weren't widely in use. Fewer and farther between. Maybe there's something out there now in the handgun ammo that we're gonna see now that the military can adopt. Mm-hmm. Now, now, so so now, I think it's interesting. Okay, and getting away from the M9, why doesn't this open up the rabbit hole to any ammo? Why stop at pistol ammo? Right, that's exactly what I was wondering. Yeah, if the army says, "Hey, you know, our handgun round can be an expanding hollow point or some sort of fragmenting bullet, whichever is the best." Then why wouldn't they say, "Why can't our pistol round?" Question: Do do the MPs walk around with like? Hornady tap in their AR. It's a 124. Gr- no, they don't. It's no. full metal jacket. Yep. Still yeah, it's green a, tip. It's a, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a NATO contract. No, he's asking oh, rifle. Oh, the rifle? Still yeah. green tip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's either A55, A1, depending on what unit they're in, or green tip, depending on what unit yep. they're in. Like, okay, so like they, our units would have green tip. They're not walking around the Hornady tap nope. like the no, local no, no, SWAT no. guys no, are probably no, walking no, around. Right? Nope, there's no strack for a... No. An issued hollow point nope. rifle, as far as I know. Uh, there's there's probably sauce tea floating around out there for some high speed units. There's yeah, probably oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, 262 mod. 262 one, is definitely out there. Uh, out there. You know, there's AP rounds. There's stuff that we can't buy as civilians. So AP rounds, incendiary rounds, things like that that, that, that that are available to certain units. But generally, an MP unit or a United States uh, Air Force Security Forces unit is just going to have green tip. Right. Um. Yeah, but 
you know, what are the possibilities now with the ammo? Hey, does anyone think back to two years ago when the government was buying all the hollow points? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, huh? How about that? Hmm. Now that's interesting. Maybe they had a stockpile ready for just such a case. Oh man! So does that mean? <laughs> does that mean technically the conspiracy theorists are correct? Wait, but they were correct for the wrong reason, right? Yeah, that's right. Suck yeah. it, <laughs> suck it, conspiracy yeah. theorists. Unless you listen to the show, make sure you continue to like <laughs> us and listen. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of listeners, this show is kind of going to be a show about the listeners' questions oh, or great. comments. Or are they going to call in? Anything? No. No. They can write. They have written us. Oh, they have they written have us spoken in the past. already. They have spoken. This isn't going to be one of those things where we wait for them the questions come in. We already have them. Oh, well that's convenient. Yes. Yes. Well, I know you wanted to talk about Lou. He Lou. wrote us a message. He's yes. an EMT and Lou he Ferrigno? Wanted... No. no. Lou our listener. The Hulk? No, I don't Lou wanna... the EMT. Yeah. Hey. Lou Ferrigno's an EMT? <laughs> I thought he was a real estate agent. He could do both. Oh, no, no, he was buying a house. That's he right. I was trying to think of a movie. Part and he was buying job. a house, and he's like, can you please stop calling me the Hulk? <laughs> he was also on uh, really? King he, of Queens. He was a security guard on the He was the, the neighbor on King of Queens. Really? Yeah, he was the neighbor on King of Queens. Oh, I never watched that. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, uh, mad cushy props to Lou. Virtual high five. Thanks for listening, man. Thanks for writing us in. Uh, Lou sent us uh, a very... Uh, long no a very thorough yeah that's the word i want he sent us a very thorough reply about our uh, guns for emts uh and being a emt himself uh, he had some great opinions on it he actually said he was 10 years in. 10 years that's yeah. like a that's almost a decade mm. yeah. so but he had some great opinions on it's like that a, it's and, like a tenth of a century and some oh i don't know yeah yeah and some but uh, his he, he wrote us uh, his last paragraph stuck out and it's not because it's the only paragraph I read but uh, he mentioned mindset being his best weapon um, actually everything he wrote us was great maybe, oh, it was maybe really we'll disseminate great. it slowly oh that's a good idea yeah maybe just steal his stuff and write an article no speaking of which you should go to the gunshowpodcast.com and check out our blog uh, we've really started posting some great articles from some fabulous authors, and uh, this might be in there. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and and give us feedback on the articles. Tell us yeah. what you think. Yeah, maybe we'll turn Lou's into an article. I think we could do that. Yeah. yeah. All That's right. So anyway, idea. oh, so he had a thing about mindset being his best weapon, and being gun people we really get in the nuances of firearms right i you know we talk about what ammo to get for your pistol which pistol to buy you know which uh, which sight to put on your rifle which ammo to put in your rifle which mm-hmm. magazines and we get down the nuances and sometimes we forget i think because it's so obvious of of a self-defensive or even home defensive mindset and i think that could be our best weapon any expert would tell you, if you walk down the street paying attention, you're probably not going to get mugged. If you drive down the road paying attention, you're probably not going to get carjacked. I mean, or in an accident or just well, being that, aware that, that of that your helps surroundings. Too. Yeah, in general awareness of your surroundings. You won't walk into a pole if you're texting and walking. You'll right? walk into a bear. You're walking. They have bears? You didn't see the video. They had it on video of a guy <laughs> in California was texting and walked into a bear. That was, Excuse they were me, following bear. it in the neighborhood. The bear came down out of the mountain in the neighborhood, and the guy literally tripped over the bear. Did he like, was he like, excuse me? No, he wouldn't. He's No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Bear. I'm texting here. So, <laughs> dead. <laughs> so, I barely saw him. into a bear. I'm really having a hard time with that. But, uh, I barely saw him. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Wow, that, You're all that completely ruined my mindset. <laughs> You're all weak. Well, speaking of mindset, speaking of mindset Lou, I'm all up in your OODA loop. Um, you really, you really <laughs> knocked it for a loop. The uh, boo, the the mindset I think of self defense, home defense, whatever, uh-huh. seems to me it'd be the most important thing with gun selection, ammo selection, other things coming first. I mean, let's face it: if you have a uh, 
a home invasion plan, right? And your home invasion plan is to lay down a field of fire while your kids run into the safe room, right? That's not a bad plan. No. Maybe that'll work. Okay. But, you know, say you live someplace, say you're stationed someplace, or you live someplace, you can't have a gun in the house, right? Right. It still makes sense to have a plan or you where... Ha- you can have a gun in the house, but it has to be disassembled with the yeah, ammo in yeah. a separate room and so locked away. So you might as well not have a gun in the house? Yeah. So. You have pieces of metal in your house. <laughs> yeah. You have inanimate objects in your house. Once assembled. <laughs> but wh- Damn why Ikea can't... Damn Ikea directions. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> Those, I like the Ikea direction. Anyways, one, you Focus. can still assemble a plan. Speaking of Ikea. You can still assemble a plan of everybody runs in the safe room, right? Hopefully right. the safe room will slow them down while you dial 911 and hopefully somebody shows up, yeah. right? With a gun. Somebody with a gun shows up, yeah. That's usually the plan. Let's face it, that's probably the best plan. Somebody with a gun needs to be there. But, you know, barring that, uh, you know, if you have to drive to work where you can't have a gun, maybe your plan could be uh, if somebody, you know, comes up to me at a light, no matter what. You know, I don't know if they're a beggar or a carjacker or fill in the blank. They want to clean my windshield. Do people still do that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You just take off. You have a mindset of I'm not going to let anybody creep up on my car. I'm just going to drive through the intersection. Okay. Yeah, but you got in trouble. The guy wasn't out of the front of your car when you started to drive off. Crossing the crosswalk he is not creeping on you. Way more nimble than I thought he was. Well, that's then I realized you only had one leg. So, yeah. well, might the have, chair, might have the, the chair with the wheels really yeah. fooled me. I really thought he could move well, faster. He, looked, he had wheels. He looked nimble because when he hit the windshield, he Would went to sleep. Would that be a motor vehicle accident? <laughs> Wait, like if he hit you with? The- that's not what they wrote on the ticket. <laughs> he is driving a four wheel. Damn. It seems like the insurance would come. Yeah, the insurance. Right? Yeah. Just a simple fit. But it may not be motorized unless it was a hover round. Dan of the did you hit a hover round? I didn't bother to well, ask. It's not hovering right. anymore. We it's know just, that. So, so <laughs> we were mindset, talking about the right? mindset and trying to get people to right. pay attention to their surroundings. That's the most important I thing. I think that's the most important thing. Now, do you have to like keep the proverbial head on the swivel You know, in condition orange plus at all times? No. Uh, no, that's how you develop hypertension. <laughs> That's how you probably get schizophrenia and cancer, right? Yep, and probably like colon cancer or something. Yeah, I heard that's a number. The second cross. and third order effects are just magnificent. But that doesn't mean you you should walk around clueless and run into bears, right? These are obviously extreme examples. No, but you know what? That's a really good example because our cell phones take up a majority of our attention these days. Oh, they there's do. a ton of it. Yeah, there's we a ton of it. we see that. I mean, look, go 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 have dinner with your friends and see how many people actually sit there and talk to each other. They text each other at the table. No, nah, I mean not even that. But they're sitting there on Facebook, or they're showing them Sorry. showing someone oh, something. Like, on, like, look, look what I saw. Yeah, look what I saw. They're like, hey, check this out. This oh, is, look what did I you saw. See that? Look what I saw. Yeah, I saw that. I liked it already. Basically, they're sharing without pushing the share button. Right? I would point out that I ordered the uh, the Thug Life glasses <laughs> today, like an actual pair of Thug Life glasses. They just pixelated the Deal with It glasses that go on, and they have the pixels cut around the rim. We'll we'll take a picture and have to post it then. They're coming from Finland, so they're exotic. <laughs> We have a listener from Finland, don't we? Do we? Where was he from? He was from Finland. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was Finland. Yeah. <laughs> or one of those other places right there in the Eurozone. <laughs> so speaking of rabbit holes, um, <laughs> where do you want to go with Lou? Lou had a comment, I think, is the, the gist of what you wanted to get to. Yeah. Yeah, his comment on... Uh, uh, I think he called it verbal judo. Whoa. Listener Lou says... Oh, go for it. Yeah. Oh, wait. I didn't have it <laughs> yeah. ready. I was just messing around. We should have Ethan read it. Ethan eat it. Who's Ethan? So Lou says, verbal judo also ranks high on the list. The mind is still one of the best weapon systems we have. You usually have a good idea when is about to get real. Avoid danger when possible, and when not possible, engage with a level head. Domo arigato. You went total robato. I just wanted to make sure I enunciated and wrote it, wrote it right. <laughs> Lots of proper emphasis. Yes, on the on correct the syllables. Give us some feedback on Lou. Let us know what you think about his comment. Is, you know, is the mindset... The most important tool. Are we way off base here? Let us know. Um, and we'd like to hear your feedback. And uh, when I post that article, uh, give us some feedback on the little article. Give us a little love there. Well, believe it or not, Garvin wants to hear our feedback. 
About what? He uh, he said he took our advice on buying a PSA lower. Smart man. Yes. Yes, uh, I like the cut of his Learning jib. is occurring here. <laughs> yeah. He says he, he's wanting to build out the top a 16-inch not suppressed for home defense, and he's thinking about a green laser or light. He says, is this stupid? And he wants to know your thoughts. I don't think it's stupid. No. No. Okay, first of all, the Gun Show podcast, all of us, agree uh, every fighting gun should have a light on it, right? Mm-hmm. Your, your odds of fighting when the sun is up and the lights are on are only about 50% on a good day, right? And right. that's not counting dark rooms going in from the sunshine to a dark area. If it is, I mean, if it's a dark room, you yeah. can barely see. You might walk yeah. into something. <laughs> I didn't see that You'd be coming. surprised. That was pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, now, so, so light, yes. Buy a good solid light. Put it on your fighting rifle no matter what. Okay. Now to the laser aspect. Well, I have used... With the light, though... Yeah. You want to make sure you get a light that that has a good throw. It's not just a center, center like focal point. Well, like a yeah. mag light. That's a good way to describe it. Mag lights yeah. are very focused. They have one little point, well, and then technically they kinda, mag lights are adjustable. But there's only one focus point. It's either the center that's or true. it just goes into a ring. Oh, well, yeah. So what I'm saying is, you want something that's yeah. got a nice even well, light spill. spill. Yes, Thank spill, you. Throw, throw, throw and spill. You want throw then, and spill and flood. Yep. Don't and then you want to also make sure that wherever you mount it, you don't have a huge uh, shadow yes. from your barrel. Yes. So those are things, all all, yes. all those things taken into consideration on when you're trying to decide on what light you want. And just like with our EDC lights we talk about, right, there there's similar rules or uh, things that we have experienced here as uh, shooters that, uh, that we found out over the years. One, uh, Surefire. You know, great light yeah. can't go I wrong. I think we said that the other day. Expensive, no yeah. yeah. Streamlight, solid lights, uh, less expensive than Surefire. Also, very positive feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to throw it out there. Enforce the Enforce uh, for the price. For the, I'm not sure if I like the Enforce because you have the Streamlight right there with it. Yeah, but. That may be my personal preference. So, you know, check out the Enforce, see what you think. You know, I'm going to uh, say this, though. One, yeah. of the, one of the most important things for a flashlight for me is yeah. something that either gives me a momentary on uh-huh. or has an easy switch to turn it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No clicking mm-hmm. flashlights. No, you have to rotate the, uh, yeah, the yeah, end yeah, cap to yeah, turn yeah, it yeah. on. Yep. And then the only way to turn it off is to rotate it off. I tell you what, the Surefire dual switch, now that I've used one, ooh, it's expensive. But it's the greatest thing ever. One button for on, one button for momentary. Yeah, that's yep. it. That's all. It's brilliant. Why everything should be like this, right? I think you were telling us. Ethan was telling us about TNVC's got their own version of that, right? Yes, the battery yeah. powered one they were working on. Yeah, oh, yep, I think yep. was going to be awesome. Programmable. Programmable. Oh wow, that's awesome. That's way waterproof. Too much. All that's, kinds of stuff. That's probably overkill for ninety nine. And then of when us. it went I out, like it. and then he said when it went out, it just defaulted back, back to, to the old Surefire, whatever type. the Surefire, whatever yeah. the pro, whatever the light had yeah, like one a of the natural lights programming. Program. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Mm. I like that. Um, what now, happens when like the diode or the bulb dies? What does it do then? It's a surefire. It won't do that. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> yeah, um, that LEDs, die. you really got to try. Yeah. Like, you LED really failure rate is like, got to try. You might be out of money buying batteries before you. That's I am much... using surefires from 2006. I'm using cheap Chinese LED drop-ins for some of my old surefire in cans. And I'm talking I paid six dollars for this drop in. And I have since dropped it. You know, it uh, dropped abused in, it, then it dropped. Put it in yeah. water, you know, banged it up against things. Use it like you would a surefire, mm-hmm. still works. Why? Because it's LED. It's the LED solid. technology there's is no, pretty there's solid. There's no filament. Yeah. It's yeah. a solid state. Now, you know, the run times on it is it as bulletproof as a surefire? No, but you know, I paid You're talking about your knockoff one. Yeah, yeah. The, the the knockoff Chinese Will one. it catch fire? Meh, possibly. No, but when you buy a Surefire, they back their products for life. Yeah, like Surefire. We're not talking about Surefire. You need work done. You ever yes. break anything, yeah. you just send it to them. They fix it. So, good. yeah, check those two out. Now, when it comes to lasers, I did uh, play with the – I do have a TLR2, which is the TLR with a laser. And I did play a lot with the M6X back in the day with the laser on it. And I found that on a handgun, I didn't like them. And on the long gun, I kind of dug it. The laser? And I liked having that laser. Now, the light is just, you're going to have the light on there. Now, the laser was a nice to have on the long gun because you could do things like, 
uh, like you see in the Crimson Trace commercials, shooting from weird positions, mm-hmm. shooting around cover. Bad sight picture. Yeah, bad sight picture. picture, you know, something. That's exactly why I like it on a handgun. Yeah. No, well, I didn't like the you standoff. You got to train. I didn't like the standoff that a light laser combo gave you on the handgun. Chasing the dot. You get really to, bad at chasing the dot yeah. on a handgun. I need to try. I need to try one of the other lasers that that mount to the rail system, or a Crimson Trace grip laser, or a Crimson Trace laser guard. I really need to train on one of those to see if I like that better. But I'll tell you this: as a lefty, those Crimson Trace like hand guards, yeah, or, uh, like Beretta. Oh, uh, that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Lefties, you can't shoot them. If you shoot high thumbs, you just block the laser. Mm. There's no point in even having one. Now, I just saw where Hogue <laughs> came, announced one. I don't know if they're selling it yet, but they have their own version of basically the Crimson Trace laser grips. So you might check that out. I think the laser's on the other side. You know you what? Guys. Actually, there was a guy outside of Applebee's or Luby's. Did y'all see that video not too long ago? No. <laughs> the guy in Palestine. Yeah. They, oh, they, that one. The dude guy, that got filled in because he pulled a fake gun at phone booth distance. Yeah, yeah they from say that. Two armed cops. Yeah, they say that it was most likely a suicide, suicide by cop. I mean, Clearest case of suicide I've ever seen. Are you kidding me? He so, pulled a gun on cops this far away. Well, that one of the cops actually had a taser. strobing. Well, well, he had. No, the female oh, had a taser, okay. but he had a strobing light with a yes. laser. It looked like a Viridian. And the reason I'm going further into this rabbit hole with the Viridians, which is what I have on mine, yes. is that they actually design holsters yes. that you can leave it on, and when you it holster automatically it, automatically turns off. turns off, and when you unholster it, automatically comes on. I really, really like that option. So I'm be- I, I would believe that he had that it. Option, but yeah. you know what? If you watch this officer, and you know what? I'm going to go to mindset on this. I'm going okay. to go yeah. back. Well, yeah. I don't think if it you- could have been because I don't know of any duty holsters that are made for it, and that's the issue. I don't know. Who knows? You can cut the piece of the holster. I've seen it modified. You can cut that piece out and actually put it was into the holster. Was the laser green? I don't remember. It was green. I'm at a sort of low res video. Well, what I want to do is I want to go. This guy's that cop's mindset. Yes, he was on. He was because as he's walking out of the restaurant, yeah. he's sliding the silverware mm-hmm. away from the edge of the table, and he's watching him until he gets past it. Right. So this cop wasn't just like, oh, lackadaisical. I got yep. another officer with me. It's no big deal. He's thinking, I need to be aware of what's going on around me, and I need to be ready, Yes, Yes, and that's how you survive those encounters. I don't think we touched on that with a mindset thing, was the the mindset to win the fight, too. That's that's super important, because if you're in a gunfight, you might get shot. You might not get killed. Gunshots don't always result in someone dying. It's not like the movies where you get hit. You know, you get shot in the movies, you fall over, and the right. fight's no over. No matter right? where you get hit. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. So you could get shot, finish the firefight, and win, and then go to the hospital. Right. So, yeah, that's an important part of mindset. So, anyway, I, I just wanted to go back that that cop had it drawn. And if it wasn't that type of a holster, he had something that allowed him to just turn it on. I mean, training. immediately. Could yeah, be training. training. Or a DG, Could be a DG or switch. Or a DG yeah. switch. Surefire has a DG switch. Whatever it is, I mean. Well, it was a stroke, so there's no way it was a Surefire. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. So it could have been a TLR. Because Streamlight's got a, a DG switch. Had to be a TLR2HL. Could have been. G yeah. thing. TLR2G, whatever it's called, with a green laser. Mm-hmm. Or it could have been a Viridian. I mean, stranger things yeah. have happened. So not to go down that rabbit yeah. but I wanted to, to make that a point. To go back to what we were talking about, and then talk about lights and lasers and yeah. strobing and disorientation and the lasers. I don't. I, I'm not beams. big on the strobe. I haven't seen enough out there to to convince me. It's nice to have, but I'm not convinced that it does enough disorienting for it to matter that much. I think the important thing is, like you said, throw, spill, flood, enough lumens to light up whatever it is you're trying to light up. Um, I think uh, your other point on switchology is very important. You know, how the light turns on and off. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be, you know, remembering, do I push up twice and then down once? Or do I twist yeah. something? Do I have to take my hand off and do what something? What happens yeah. if I have to, to I drop the what gun, if, I have to shoot weak-handed? Yes. How do I turn it on? And yes, you're sitting yes, there just yes. fumbling around with a, maybe your hand's been shot and you're trying to turn it. And you keep yes. just momentarily turning it on instead yeah. of actually just turning it on. Yeah. Exactly, um, and I think lasers. Uh, some what's similar. You want this. You want good switchology if you're going to trust your life to this laser, right? Um, lasers aren't cheap, though. We we were talking about expensive lights. You want to talk about expensive? 
You buy a nice laser, you're paying some money. Right. Now, my point uh, where I'm going here with this expensive laser is there might be, if you have the money, put the laser on the gun, try it, see if you like it. But there might be something else you should buy first. Maybe it's a, maybe it's mindset. Maybe you need to take a class on, you know, uh, one of those great concealed carry classes where they show you what it's like to shoot people and what's going to happen in the aftermath and what kind of lawyer you're going to need and that sort of thing. Maybe you need to take a mindset class. Maybe you just need to take a training course on fighting inside. Maybe mm-hmm. you were in the army. You're a great infantryman, but you don't know how to, you know, clear a room. You know, I, I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out here. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe you're a great marksman out on the range, but you you don't know how to fight inside a closed hallway room environment. And maybe you need to go take a class for that. Maybe your money be better spent on, you know, you don't have a good optic on the rifle. That's where I was. Gonna maybe go. maybe you had to spend the the three four hundred bucks on a beams uh, on a red dot. Not on a beams, but spend it. Not on a, a yeah red dot. yeah instead of on a beams on a red dot yeah. And so those are some things to consider. There's there. Don't try to get into a firefight inside your house with iron sights. I wouldn't recommend it. If it's all you have. If it's all you got. Hey, mindset's the most important thing. Right. And a 30-round magazine. <laughs> it was 30-round Plus mags. one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And uh, Ethan's done a lot more uh, shooting with lasers. So, I mean, a lot of it is night vision stuff, but I'm sure some of it translates yeah, and, over and, into... Well, and know your laser's not going to look as cool as it does on TV, because they put fog... Well, you could have a fog machine mm-hmm. in your house yeah. that automatically comes out. High on, dust right? environment. Yeah. Oh, my, my house is dusty. That would help. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, that's a, it's a big discussion. Laser. I'm not like an, oh, yeah, lasers guy. Lasers have an application, and I don't. The problem with lasers when they first came out, they people thought it removed the need for marksmanship, which right. is where I draw an issue because people just assume, oh, it's just a laser. I just point it and sure. blah, blah, blah. Handgun lasers are normally not zeroable. Crimson traces are not zeroable. Rifle laser, good ones are, and they yeah. should be. You need, you need to zero the laser um, because of offset, because it's away from the muzzle, so you have to yeah. zero that thing appropriately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they have to be treated like lights. Like, you don't just run around with your laser turned on. Well, most some people don't know how to use a light either. You don't run around because you're going to broadcast your position. Mm-hmm. By, by you know when you see the movies when the lasers come in yeah well it's cool if it's you and 80 of your closest henchmen buddies running into the place to just start <laughs> shooting everything right um but that doesn't work in a home defense yeah. situation you're just going to broadcast yourself exactly um, and that's why i was talking about the momentary switches for lights. yeah so that they should the function way. the same way they know you're in that room if you're clearing that room and they're in if you're clearing your hallway and they're in your living room they're going to know that you're flashing a light right which is which is why i don't i don't I'm not a strobe guy at all for really any purposes um and if it's got a function where you're running a laser slaved like the dual surefire yeah. switch have it in the mode where light goes on laser goes on with it and they go off at the same time right. there's yeah. no reason to have one or the other per se yeah for most parts um for law enforcement there's definitely the uh intimidation escalation of force factor there like a lot of agencies use them to de-escalate like you park a dot on someone's yeah. chest but these are cops these are people that are allowed to de-escalate situations whereas you don't always have that luxury right as a street level citizen mm-hmm. that you know if they've got a hostage taker or you know whatever you park six lasers on him he might start rethinking his his options yeah, you he- don't have that ability so Lasers are for disadvantaged shooting, you know, for re- retention shooting. If you can't get to a full extension or get to sites and you just need to get the dot and, and that's what you've got. I mean, I'm not saying it won't work if you hit a guy with a laser and he runs away, but you, you should absolutely never hedge on something like that. And it's never going to be precision. That's like, not part of your yeah. escalation of force. It shouldn't be because if, if you've drawn the gun, you've already... You're already beyond like, that point. It's like the myth of the pump shotgun. Yep, you pump, same the thing. Pump exact the shotgun guy runs same. away. Exact same. Sure, thing. if he does, but never count on it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, and I was gonna. Now that he talked about that, it reminded me that the laser I have on the bottom of my handgun, uh-huh. you can really only zero it at, at a distance. certain distance. Yes. And we start getting inches off. Yes. The further you yeah. go, and so if you think about it, if you're like, okay, I might engage somebody, and I want this laser if I'm on the ground and yes. he's six feet away from me. Yes. Okay. But if you have a 20-foot hallway, which some people do in their houses uh-huh. or, or longer, you're all of a sudden, you're, what is that? You, if you're high. one inch. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be way high. You're going to be way high. So you're, you're, you're going to be striking low. 
So if you hold the laser center mass, Well, right? that's why you don't shoot absolute zeros on laser. You don't yeah. zero them to the optic. You zero it for offset. Yes. Fixed straight line that's, so you know, like, two inches. Yeah. So, like, what we do is there's an – I don't remember what the formula is, like, L3 and people that make lasers, there's, yes. a, there's a protocol for it. So you don't zero it to your optic. You're not lollipopping to the front sight because if you're zeroing it 25 yards, it converges at 25 and then it's gone. Right. Because exactly. it's arcing. Or not exactly, ar- it's not yeah. arcing. It's it's it's, it's intersecting yeah. and it's yes. moving in a straight line away from the path of the bore. So you just center it level knowing what the offset should be based on the rail. I'm, you know – two and a half inches left and one and a half inches down, so I'm always going to impact. And right. for combat accuracy, that's okay for yeah, a right. laser. You're not shooting someone in the eye. Yeah, I mean, you could. I mean, yeah. you, you can, but that's not what we train for. And that's my what laser, my two laser and a half is, inches offset gets you a body shot. Yes. Yeah, my laser is if I'm on the ground and I can't get a sight picture. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. I don't go to the range and train with my laser. Right, and our applications for lasers are entirely, you know, I mean, Mine we're is, talking I can't marking get a sight picture, and, got a and guy illumination and all kinds yeah. of stuff. And that, that, trid, that trids into infrared lasers. That's the dark world. So that's a totally, totally different... Ball game. And escalation of force. We used to use them for vehicles. So you'd, you'd hit the hit the windshield oh, with a laser, yeah. or or just laser somebody to tell them to go away, yes. or whatever. So again, now I could see what we're saying here. Big picture is a laser definitely has its place on a gun, but it's supplemental, right? And it's, it's just right. one it's more after device. Everything else, and it's yeah. one more device that has one more training, like dedicated exactly, yeah. training yeah. curve yeah. to it. You probably want to take a class on somebody who lasers, knows how literally to teach just lasers. lasers. Like you yeah. can go to a class and learn how to apply lasers. That's probably uh, good for anybody, though. Yeah. Like we go back, going back to mindset. Well, the thing is, I, I mean, this 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 whole different conversation. But night fighting, even for home defense, if you don't have to turn the lights on, if you can afford night vision, sure, suppressors, IR lasers, and the ability to go train on them, and become proficient. Sure, you have no reason to turn. Why give that dude the advantage? Don't well, turn the light yeah, on. Yeah, the best advantage. Yes. I, I fully agree that there's probably, but like you said, that's a rabbit hole of and that's on the far right side of the spectrum. I mean, that's way out on the spectrum. That's yeah. an eight thousand dollar home defense plan just for hardware. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's well and beyond even most gun nuts mm-hmm. uh, uh, fantasies there for their. But it's uh, there. I mean, it, and, it, hey, it, exi- and it exists. I mean, I know people that is like their. I know guys that angle their lighting in their house. So, like coming out of their bedroom, there's yeah. certain lighting that's angled away from the bedroom, sure, like towards so lights, exterior yeah, doors yeah. and stuff like that. So Ooh, you're mindset. See, that's what we're talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, it always goes back to mindset. It's it's like he like like Lou said. It's it's the biggest thing. It's the biggest tool in the toolbox. Right. It's true. Well, did you ever give Garvin a? Oh, anybody ever seen MacGyver? MacGyver. Mindset. Yeah. Mindset. He, he can weld with a penny. Bingo. Coffin jet And speaking of pennies, uh, uh, thank you, Garvin, for the question. And mad cushy props. Virtual high five. Oh, you said pennies. Don't want to forget you. You said speaking of pennies. Oh, don't say pennies. I thought you were going to be like, speaking of pennies, thanks for your two cents. Boom. And then just like. Uh, that doesn't speaking make sense. Speaking of pennies, as Shop Dog walks over here. Yeah. <laughs> ah. so, All right. We had a uh, person on Instagram. Uh, no way at all. Seventy-seven. No at all. Seventy-seven. You said it wrong. No way at all. No, the 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 Y is silent. It's no at all. Seven seven, right? Uh, I might. I might. We're gonna we're gonna send that to the referee. That's going to camera. That's going to review. We're gonna send that one to review. Uh, head, okay, no. Head referee is going to go in the I'm box seeing, to review I, that. I one. think you're right. You no, have to. I'm seeing you that, have to yeah. put mind spaces in names. No like that. way at all. Se- oh, yeah. uh, oh, there's space. Yeah. Mind spaces. Why didn't somebody tell me this? It's like hashtags. Spaces. I mean, if you try to read a hashtag, you're going to be there. I would for say days. pound. That's why I use capital. I'm too I, yeah, old. I capitalize my uh, ease of access. Just wait till they actually start separating that in the filters. What was uh, No uh-huh. Way at All 77's seven comment? 77. 77's seven. comment. He says, uh, I was wondering if uh, on the next show you guys would be able to discuss drop-in triggers for AR-15 builds. Yep. Guys he says leave. he was looking uh, <laughs> He's looking for opinions, best overall deal, and uh, regarding price and quality. And I, you know what? I, I think drop-in for me has become anything that you can just install quickly. Yeah, I, 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 I say drop-in. Guy. I, I, say... I consider a guy. I mean, 
I consider an ALG a drop in. I consider any trigger a drop in. Any AR trigger is a drop in. If it's not a drop in, then I don't know what is going on. You got to push the same amount of pins out and push the same amount of pins in. That's true. Well, I want to differentiate between. Though the the all in one triggers that that self contained trigger self contained self contained trigger units are more are more attractive to your standard hobbyist non armor non I build okay, ARs yeah. so in my closet big, for fun yeah so you and Most they are people, they're literally yeah. that easy they yeah. insert they have an everything is contained in, right. in in a in a box in a little and there's you know a dozen brands out there well, uh, I'll give you your top three Wilson TTU. AR go your packed AR gold yes, okay. and a CNC, CMC. That would CMC, be the first three to come um, to mind as far Timney. as Timney actual is out dropping. there too. Timney's got one of those. I don't like some things about Timney, but their overall, I don't like how Timney goes about it because I've no. installed Timney. No, you're but, wrong. You're wrong. But once the Timney's installed, it's awesome. No, the problem the problem with the drop ins right, and it's across the board right. is price. Uh, well, oh, yeah. well, I mean, if you're getting a contained drop in, yeah. you're, you're paying a premium to have plus. that kind of. You're, you're paying plus. a premium to have no. Dude. Which one? CMC's like 180. Okay, uh, 160. So far off. Yeah, but ha- you know what? We're in Texas, the and they're down the street. Is, so. But the funny thing is, a Geisley's what two and change? That's what I'm talking yeah. about. And they're like, not, but they're not drop ins by our definition. Yeah, t- well, yeah, that's true. Right now, yeah. by our by right. by traditional yeah. and you know common yeah. parlance, they're not a drop in trigger. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. Usually, it has yeah. a housing and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yep. All right, so so we could definitely recommend CMC as a good entry yes. level. That this it's a good solid trigger. It's a good solid price. It's not even entry level. And it's, and well, it's I wouldn't call yeah, it an entry, entry level trigger. Price, entry really, level price. Yeah. Low yeah. price. Now that the the one thing I warn about working having worked on them a lot is the one downside is if the lower's out of spec. Yeah. You're not going to have as much latitude, oh. because with a standard trigger, it's just the hammers and the springs, right. so you oh, can yeah. bend them, and they actually are a little bit yeah, more malleable. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying you're going to bend it manually; it has yeah. flex yeah, in that, it yeah. when you insert it into the trigger sure. well. Yeah. Whereas you don't have that uh, latitude. So if it's not machined, or the well, the walls of the receiver yeah, haven't been machined off. properly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not saying it's okay. like, oh man, it's rampant. I'm just yeah. saying it's a thing, especially when you're building. You know, you're buying one-off yeah. lowers yeah. Or, or some random or buying the blem. cheap ones. Like yeah, we I mean, do. Yeah. If you're buying we're, blems. We're there's t- there's we something tend to, to buy that. some cheap lowers because yeah. if you're buying one that comes with it and they have an out of spec lower, the guy just puts that one down and goes and grabs another <laughs> one, and then he sends that one out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he goes, well, maybe. So, um, is there any big difference in some of these triggers? I know some of them like the the POF. Oh, yeah. Has the weird shaped trigger? They had one. Well, they started building their own because it was and yes, POFs yes. were drop ins. Yes, because people used to just also. drop POF triggers into stuff. Yes, flat face CMC. I think was one of the first to really like take a look at that flat face yeah. and like push it out I there. Think it looks good too. They look good. I don't. It doesn't do much for me. I don't. No, I just like how it looks. Which is funny because of all my snobbery, I'm like an anti trigger snob. I yeah. don't care. Like. I like my AL. I think Geisley makes the best triggers on the planet. That's just me. I. I would go with that. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I they absolutely. That. You make know the what? Best I like my ALG planet. combat trigger, advanced combat trigger, because it was sixty five. That is. I love the so, ALG idea, um, but I am such a give me a GI trigger, and it's good enough for me. Right, and that's me. Right, and that's me. Creep. Yeah. Great, don't care. It's yeah. going to shoot. Yeah. Whatever. I'm going to make it go bang. I will say this: if you want to do it on the cheapy cheap, the best yeah. way to do it. Mm-hmm. Is that ALG ACT? Yeah, JP Springs. Yeah, that's that's good. I'm yeah, telling I you, that, that is money. I do that for eight. You know, you're looking at eighty dollars. I don't know if I'd recommend that for a duty home defense gun. I, I would. Uh, JP Springs. It's not really? gonna. Not not not. See, that's okay. So that, I've had to learn this because I used to be the ooh, right. JP. Yeah. Lone Star Armory. Andrew builds his triggers. He doesn't. Yeah. He. I mean, unless you specifically say, I want a Geisley SSA, which is easier for him because right. he does it. But he is a huge. JP proponent. He okay. actually uses a tuned JP trigger and not. And that's the thing is when we say tuned, that that automatically in in you know invokes like images of two pound race triggers and stuff. Yeah, but, but it's not. they have four and a half. Or, JP yeah. has a duty trigger. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they had duty springs. Okay, four and a half pound single back. stage. Yeah, I mean that's a thing. And I I was you, so it's not yeah. like. No, I was no. like, oh, Jake, because when I built, when I had mine built, and they were like, JP, I was like, ah, oh, but I want it for you know for doing stuff. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 no. And he let me shoot one. I was like, oh. 
Okay, well. All right, you have, I was like, you have my I'm attention. In. You have my attention. I mean, if JP's got a duty trigger set with mm-hmm. the springs, it means it's not the super light stuff yep. that I saw when I was shooting, uh, uh, you know, across the course stuff. Then, and you can buy that with an ALG trigger, which is just bulletproof. It's just ridiculous. It's $60 awesome in and out. For and ALG is owned by Geisley. So yeah. before we go any further, it's Geisley level QC. Yep. Uh, but yeah, definitely check out the CMC triggers. Uh, we can definitely recommend the Timney, like you said. The the Pact Gold is a great trigger, but it's expensive. Yep, and they're and not. The Wilson trigger is also not cheap. It, no, they're, you're looking at two fifty for <laughs> yeah. a trigger, and I mean they're they're sweet triggers. They're fast. They're, I mean, they're super fast. Well, they were one of the first self-contained units, mm-hmm. and they were. Uh, they were made for three gunners. Mm-hmm. And what, which one is this? Again? The Pact Wilson, Gold. Pact AR Gold and yeah, a Wilson Pact TTU. Gold and Wilson TTU. Okay. But the Pact was one of the first ones made. Or I think it was the first I one think it, made. Yeah. Um, and it continues to be made, and it continues to be competitive in that market, even at its price point, which is... Which is quite amazing for for you know a design that's been around you know five years, especially in the AR world. Yeah, I mean, I think I remember two thousand nine was the first yeah, one I ever saw. I think it's been around a while. Well, I think the uh, we have time for one more, which is going to be from Tony, and he's discussing how they're trying to ban lever actions in Australia. Well, first of all, I'd like to give a down under virtual high five. Is that a low five? Put another oh. shrimp on the bobby. Like, yeah, hey. we love Australia. If you say down under low five, what does that really mean? I, I it would know. be a low five. Anyways, mad cushy props. Like, virtual low five. Like a it's, a, it's a high five. It's just the, it's the water down, goes the other direction. Upside down high five. Down under, though, like, does that imply? The water just spins the other direction, whatever. Okay. Well, did you get that from The Simpsons, or does it really go that direction? I think it really does do that. I think. I think it has more to do. Hey, Tony, I'm not going to lie. You need to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he doesn't know Two how questions. ours turns, right? Does Two questions. Just send us a video. Does the water in the toilet bowl spin the opposite direction? And two, why does everything in your country want to kill us? <laughs> I don't mean <laughs> Americans. I mean, why is it, if it's an animal, oh, it's why cute. is it just the most terrifying, venomous, like, fang, of fang wingling? It's a thing that will box yeah. you. It is, if you watch like wallabies, the, rock wallabies, they will box you. Dingoes eat babies. They're this big. Have you ever? They lift. Dingo like, ate the baby. It kangaroos out. lift. Yeah, kangaroos lift. Have you ever seen those forearms? <laughs> if you watch the National Geographic and you watch most deadliest, it's like snake, insect, blah blah blah. It's all there. Out of thirty, oh, no no no, I'm not that. Yeah, out of our yeah. top forty. 37 were from Australia. Like, yeah, everything is terrifying. Africa. There. The, the emu? I mean, come on. They get some Dude, great animals. Dude, have you ever... I've been bitten by an emu, so... I ate an emu. I so, did, too. After it bit me, I ate his cousin out of spite. Yeah. Well, the reason we want to talk about Tony's... That's his name. ...message... <laughs> he was making sure. I, yeah, Tony's message is... Uh, he uh, he mentioned that there was some... There was some, uh, uh, you know... Social I'm hubbub, <laughs> social uh, shenanigans going on there. People were getting all up in arms. <laughs> they actually about weren't. they weren't doing anything of the sort about lever guns. They decided, and and the reason I want to talk about this is because I think this directly correlates to what would happen here in America if the gun grabbers got any of their way. Right. Uh, in 1996, they out, basically outlawed uh, private ownership of handguns, semi-automatic rifles, pump-action mm. shotguns, and a bunch of other cool stuff in Australia. And there was a there was a mandatory uh, turn-in. Uh, there was confiscation, uh, and uh, they turned it into the uh, utopia, the gun-free utopia that they are today. Now, you said that they were allowed to have pump-action rifles. Right. And Correct. The but, Remington no pump-action series. What about a semi-auto shotgun? No. No. Okay. No. So they, basically they said no shotguns and pump-action rifles only. Basically. For the long guns, anyway. Yeah. I thought bolt guns were still bolt-action shotguns. No, they can have bolt Like guns. goose oh, okay. guns. I thought yes, goose guns. Yes, they can have bolt-action shotguns, as, as I understand it. Hey, and if we're wrong, let us know. Tony. Uh, Tony. Thank you. We're relying on you. Ba- basically, go to inside source. No pressure. Whenever you hear this, which is probably going to be you know a day after we do, right? Because well, days on the other side. after because we're gonna no a day after it. we release it here in America, yes. it comes out there because he has to wait for it to get around the world, no, right? Yeah, 
But that's how that works, right? If we if we put it on the internet uh-huh. and spin it around backwards fast enough, yeah. we could get it there at the same time. Oh, we should try. I think it was like Superman Four. Yeah, we should definitely look in that. But uh, uh, what happened was a Turkish company. I want to say a Turkish company came out with a uh, lever action shotgun in twelve gauge that also has an under barrel magazine like the ubiquitous Remington you know 870 wouldn't that just be an 1897 Adler I thought 1897s were, were two fed it's lever the guns same idea Adler arms or something Adler yeah. shotguns well, the terminator i thought the 1897s yeah, arms. yeah browning invented that a long time ago but evidently in australia they didn't know about it and this shotgun caused i guess so there's something about repeating shotguns in australia that scares the wee wee out of people which which I have a hard time with anyways. Um, but this particular thing that it was around sparked this discussion of, hey, maybe we should ban all lever guns. Look how fast you could shoot a 1897 or an 1894 or an 1892. 18, yes, 1892 is what the guns that we're worried about now, right? So there's this, there's this thing. And the reason I wanted to talk about this is, is one, it's just insane. Let's, if you're shot with this gun versus the bolt action version, who cares? Who cares which one you're shot with? You're either yeah, shot with seriously, it or you're like not. If you're shot through the heart, who's to blame? <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Wow. Yeah. This, this wow. Shows, this shows way too punny. So Wow. <laughs> Ethan's lost his mind at this point. He's checked out. We've descended to Bon Jovi. <laughs> That's a new. You can't say us. that. You can't say that. <laughs> that that's weird. <laughs> ah, cr- All right. So what were you trying to say, Scott? I don't remember now. But no, the, what what's happening in Australia with people up in arms again about uh, these uh, lever action guns is this is exactly what would happen. I'm all excited. Sorry. This is exactly what would happen here in America if the gun grabbers got their way. If we said, hey, you know what? You're right. We shouldn't have scary AR-15s with 30-round death mags and bayonets from bayonet lugs from hell. We shouldn't be allowed to have that. We should be like Californians with bullet buttons. That hurts right? me. It just hurts me. No, what would happen next is they'd say, hey, that bullet button scares me. Just exactly what happened in California. Just exactly what's happened in Australia. That hurts. What happens is... It Do you was, really want to hurt me? It was best illustrated by Cake. We have this beautiful cake, right? Us gunners. We have this beautiful cake. And the anti-gunners come along and say, hey, we don't think you should have that cake. And we say, I really like this cake. This is my favorite cake. And they say, yeah, but we don't think you should have any cake. And we go, well, can we compromise? And they go, I would love to compromise. Let's all compromise. And you say, all right. And they take half your cake. They passed the NFA Act of 1934, right? Can't have you know suppressors, can't have machine guns, can't have short barrel rifles, can't have short barrel shotguns. And you're like, all right, well, I've got half a cake. That's better than no cake. And they're happy because they took half your cake. Right. Fast forward, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 years, and they go, hey, uh, we don't like you having half that cake. And you go, well, I already gave you half the cake. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not enough. We don't like you having half a cake. And oh, it sounds like one of those crappy yeah. eighth grade math problems. Billy had 19 candy exactly. bars. And you're all thinking, it's like, why in God's name does he have 19 candy bars? Honestly, I was wondering why they hadn't eaten the cake because it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like by now. That's a 50 year old cake, dude. Cake doesn't age like wine. No. Has anyone figured that out? Well, if cake has gone ownership, it, it's still there. It still exists. But it's cake. But at some point, it's we're not left, a Twinkie. It actually goes stale. At, at some, some point. point, as gun overs, we're standing there with a plate of a tiny slice of cake, which means you know I can own AR-15s in Texas only. Right. And then what's going to happen is what ex- what happened every other time is some gun grabber is going to go by and go, "Hey, I don't like you having that uh, tiny thin slice of cake. Why don't you give me half of it?" Good thing I like tiramisu. 